You're listening to Love and War with David Harwood. This is a weekly podcast where David offers spiritual insights that are aimed to enhance your relationship with God, yourself, and others. If you are edified by what you hear, please recommend this podcast to people you love. Now, here's David. The title of today's podcast is The Reward is the Result. Hebrews 11, verse 6. And without faith it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. Our God can be pleased, and pleasing him is not a burdensome task. We are encouraged to try to learn what is pleasing to God. It is part of the believer's lifestyle. Trying to learn, trying to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Ephesians 5.10 In John 8, verse 29b, we find Jesus always pleased God. I always do the things that are pleasing to him. Paul sought to please him. Galatians 1.10 For am I now seeking the favor of men or of God? Or am I striving to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a slave of the Messiah. He prayed that the believers would please God. Colossians 1.10a So that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, to please him in all respects. One of the first examples of someone who pleased God was Enoch. This is the scripture's testimony. It is written that he pleased God. Hebrews 11.5 By faith, Enoch was taken up so that he would not see death, and he was not found because God took him up. For he obtained the witness that before his being taken up, he was pleasing to God. That's Hebrews 11.5. Now, note the next verse. It has encouraged multitudes. Hebrews 11.6. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. Enoch did not see death. This prefigures the enviable expectation of the Messiah's followers. Titus 2, verse 13, looking for the blessed hope and the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, the Messiah, Jesus. I'd like us to examine Hebrews eleven six. The Holy Spirit determined that it would be known throughout the ages that God rewards those who seek him and his help. It is an important verse. Here it is again. And without faith it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. This almost sounds like a made-in-America heresy. God rewards those who please him. It's not a North American innovation. 
it's a principle revealed from ancient times even in the most dreaded set of circumstances as in job we find that ultimately a sufferer who pleases god will be rewarded our messiah pleased god when he offered himself up to become a curse on our behalf did father respond and reward him yes he did god rewards those who seek him we believe it however it certainly did not seem by this standard and in this life as if jesus was pleasing to god he looked accursed appearances can be deceiving by the way if nothing ever works out for the good for us in this life we hold fast the confession of our hope ultimately everything will be favorably resolved there shall be the resurrection of those made righteous and their good deeds will be rewarded with everlasting results those who believe the bible are sure of this when shall this happen the timing corresponds to the messiah's return no wonder it's called the blessed hope in titus 2 verse 13. what does hebrews 11:6 communicate when it states unequivocally that god rewards those who seek him what is the background to the word translated reward the greek word translated rewarder is used to describe an employer who pays his employees it is too much to get into in this format but it seems to me that sometimes our bible translators tend to use loftier language than is warranted these euphemisms can take away from the sense of the writer's intentions the greek for rewarder simply means one who pays wages those who believe that god exists and seek him can expect the equivalent of a salary god is a salary payer he is a rewarder this word can be translated a rewarder but that seems to take away the nuance of the righteousness inherent in the relationship the result of believing that he is and seeking him is that there is in fact a result we are to expect the result of our action prompted by faith seeking him the root of this word is misthos it is pretty much universally translated wages as a root it is used to describe a day laborer or a hired hand who gets paid the following are examples of where it is used in the septuagint and the new testament in the septuagint it describes the portion or compensation of the levites from israel's tithes or a worker's pay numbers 1831 and you and your households may eat it anywhere because this is wages for you in return for your work of ministry with respect to those things done in the tent of testimony and now concerning a worker's pay the daughter of pharaoh said to her watch closely over this child for me and nurse it for me and i myself will pay you your wages and so the woman took the young child and nursed it here is the septuagint's rendering of a verse concerning corruption in israel micah 3 11a 
her leaders used to judge in exchange for gifts, and her priests used to answer in exchange for a wage. In 2 Peter 2.15, Peter wrote of the wages of unrighteousness using the same word. Forsaking the right way, they have gone astray, having followed the way of Balaam, the son of Beor, who loved the wages of unrighteousness, the wages of unrighteousness. In Paul's exhortation concerning the remuneration of elders, he quoted this principle from the Messiah, found in Luke 10, 7, and now in 1 Timothy 5.18, the laborer is worthy of his wages. Can a laborer who has done the work righteously expect to receive wages? Yes, and Hebrews 11.6 states plainly that God is a righteous employer. Expect to get paid. Look forward to the reward. When you do, you experience hope. Your hope will be rewarded. Here's a question. How much faith does one need to please God? My answer is that it's a very low level of trust. The one who pleases God believes that he is and that seeking him pays off. Let's get a little personal here. Do you believe God exists? I'm sure you do. Do you trust that he rewards those who seek him? In theory, every theist does. The inner attitude that pleases God is the synergy of faith and hope. The expectation of receiving the result of seeking God is biblical hope. Faith. He definitely exists and can be found. Hope. Looking for the reward promised to those who seek him. Perhaps Paul was inspired by this bold proclamation made in the middle of horrible circumstances. Lamentations 3.25 The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the person who seeks him. In the Hebrew, those who wait translates a word which has the sense of hope in it. If you wait expectantly, you will ultimately see God's goodness. Here's the principle. Seek him diligently and expect an outcome to your search. Hosea 10, 12b. For it is time to seek the Lord until he comes to rain righteousness on you. Note the word until. Seek the Lord until he responds. Seek the Lord until you know that you have been heard and the answer is on the way. Then wait for it. God is the one who recompenses those who believe that he is and seek him. Hope for the reward. Expect it. Anticipate the result. Hope for it. After all, your God is the God of hope. Faith believes that God exists and rewards. The reward is that which is anticipated, hoped for. The one who hopes is eagerly expecting the reward. If you seek him, you will find him. As you find him, he will answer you. Jeremiah 29, 11-14 For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare 
and not for calamity to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and I will restore your fortunes and will gather you from all the nations and from all the places where I have driven you, declares the Lord, and I will bring you back to the place from where I sent you into exile. Just take a moment. Examine and consider that pattern. Maybe get a Bible and take a look at those verses. Does this pattern seem familiar? To me, it looks like this. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. Hebrews 11.6 Love and War is written and presented by David Harwood. The theme song is Skirmish from the album Spontaneous Combustion by Leonard Jones. David has written several books, including God's True Love and his latest, The Meditations of My Heart, Developing a Healthy Inner Narrative, which contains a collection of daily devotionals. You can find links to these and others by visiting loveofgodproject.org and clicking on the book section. If you'd like to reach out to David, you can go to our Facebook page, Love and War DH, or send an email to loveofgodproject at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and please remember to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with your friends.